Welcome to something. Thank you guys for clicking on this week's episode of the podcast. And I got something different for you guys today. And this is something I'm going to start doing, but it is going to be an episode of Shit to Hit. It's going to be my ranking video. So each time I do one of these, I'm just going to rank uh, some sort of series or something. Just whatever the fuck I kind of feel like at the time. So yeah, so this one... I'm coming at you guys with the Harry Potter movies. So yeah, most of you guys have probably seen these movies. And I know I've seen all the movies. I've read all the books. And the reason why I'm doing this now and I'm checking out this uh, or ranking these pod, or these movies now is because uh, in just under two weeks, I'm going to be in Universal Studios. And, you know, Harry Potter world is big, so... I figured this would be a cool time, and I've been watching the movies, so yeah. Let's get this thing started. Alright, before I get started real quick, I just want to give a quick spoiler alert, because I go into each movie briefly, and I just kind of don't want anyone getting upset if they find out who dies and yeah so let's get this fucking thing started so in my eighth spot because there's eight movies in the harry potter movie there is number one number two number three number four number five number six number seven part one and number seven part two so let's just go through here we're going to go from shit to hit so shit's going to be the worst one or my least favorite all right number eight we got number seven, part one, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Man, what to say, what to say. Slow movie, it starts off kind of like suspenseful. Old Baldy is acting creepy as fuck, torturing a Hogwarts teacher at his deputy's team meeting. But besides that and a terrible wedding, the movie feels kind of filler, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, there's a few fight scenes, but... The biggest conflict in the whole movie is between two of the main characters, Harry and Ron, being little bitches, basically. Uh, That should be just trying to get shit done. So, I mean, on top of that, we lose a brave uh, free elf. I mean, rest in peace, Dobby. Uh, Harry's first friend in the Wizarding World, and I'm not talking about Hagrid. Uh, you, You know who I'm talking about. It's Mr. Feathers. Um, we also lose an angry-eyed, crazy uncle. So, yeah, this is kind of a depressing best part of this movie, in my opinion. It gets all this boring shit and, uh, kind of, like, filler out of the way before the very last movie. Not to mention that, I mean, it feels like three-fourths of this movie is fucking camping. So, yeah. Number seven, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So, the second movie in the series, and look, I'm a big fan of Harry Potter, so don't get me, like, don't get, like, butthurt with me if you don't agree, but this is my order, but this one seems just kind of rushed to me and all over the place. I mean, I read all the books, and if I was ranking the books, this, this would definitely be higher up on the list, but look, it, it, it's just different. It's different. 
But uh, yeah, the beginning that starts off cringy and uncomfortable with Dobby like self-loathing and like hitting himself. And I mean, this one definitely, it definitely has some cool parts. Uh, the CGI in this one is actually really on point for its time between the flying car and the giant spiders. And I mean, hell, even the Quidditch seemed more realistic and in-depth in this one. In a more fast-paced kind of, like, in a kind of way, you know? The first one, it felt really, uh, when you watch them on Quidditch, it, it just felt really clunky. And this one was just a little bit better at showing that. Uh, but yeah, this one just seems like it really needed, like, a, a Snyder's Cut, like, extra hour or two. Because at this, like, at this moment, we were only, or it was only, like, the second year we were introduced to, uh, like, the Wizarding World. And... Yet shit's not explained or even like elaborated enough through. You're just kind of thrown into it and shit's happening here and there. And I don't know. I think they could, they really could have done more with this movie. But I know it was still pretty new and they probably didn't have a great budget. Plus we had uh, one of the, probably the second worst Columbus in history working on this movie. (laughs) All right. Number six. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Now, this one starts out kind of hard with Dumbledore. Like, he just pops up and Harry, uh, he pops up and grabs Harry from, like, this subway station where he's, like, trying to game at this chick in a cafe. And he takes him on a mission to go get Slughorn, which Slughorn's just, like, basically just, like, a sloppy professor. But, I mean... He's got like this creepy fetish where he wants to collect all his uh, past students that are successful. So yeah, man, I mean, I think this one really gets us closer with Dumbledore, though. It sets in motion his plan to defeat Voldemort. And they discover that old Valdi was making horcruxes or whatever. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's not a bad movie, but the reason it like kind of is on the shit side of my list is it's just it's kind of slow and I mean we lose Dumbledore at the end which is really disheartening I just it was kind of hard especially uh you kind of really just get to know him in this one so yeah all right number five Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban you know quick uh quick sidebar right here Prisoner of Azkaban. Why the fuck they named their prison Azkaban? Like, you got Alcatraz in, like, real life? I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's not very creative, but that's just me. Hey, and I know a lot of people are probably not going to agree with this one. I know a few people that this is probably, like, the top of their list or second from the top. I mean, it's it's just... it. Hey, so this one was a work of art, especially for its time. Not to mention we get one of the coolest characters in the series thus far, uh, i.e. Sirius Black. And they do an awesome job like twisting the plot and like leaving subtle hints throughout like the movie in the beginning for what's actually going on. Uh, My biggest gripe with this one though is it introduces time travel, which leads to one of the shittiest decisions in the Harry Potter universe, which is the Cursed Child. 
I mean, I feel like there would have been a better way to do this without introducing time travel, but hey, it was a good movie. Like I said, the CGI just kept getting better from the second one to the third one, but this third one, I think they just really, like, most movies around this time, if you're throwing all this CGI, you're really gonna just have a shitty-ass, like, Sharknado-type movie, but this one, it turned out okay. I think it was really good, um... But it had to land somewhere on my list, and that's where it landed. All right, number four. So we're at the halfway mark. This one is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. All right, this one right here has the best 1v1 fight scene out of any of the movies. So a lot of people are probably going to not like this list just because this one's here. But, hey, I don't really give a fuck. Um... So yeah, that fight scene was crazy. Dumbledore squares off against Voldemort, and it's pretty fucking dope. I mean, you have these two are going at it in the uh, the uh, Minister of Magic, uh, whatever the office, and it's just crazy, man. There's glass flying, and Voldemort makes this giant fire snake, and it's fighting this like water monster that Dumbledore has and it's just badass it really is and I don't know how I know they're talking about in the Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them series that uh Dumbledore is supposed to be fighting uh what's his face Johnny Depp's old character uh Grindelwald and it's supposed to be the best fight scene like better than this one I really, really have a hard time thinking that it's going to trump this one. Uh, other than that fight scene, uh, Harry really comes into his own in this one, I'd say. Like, I mean, in some of the ones leading up to this in, like, 3 and 4, you can really tell that he's still this, like, angsty, like, teenager. Uh, his character just doesn't always make the right decisions or rash decisions. And I don't think he does throughout the whole time like even going up to the last movie he sometimes makes stupid decisions but he starts actually like coming into his own and like being like hey no this is what I'm gonna fucking do uh and he realizes that he's actually like a powerful wizard at this point like he actually starts teaching like the other kids how to do shit and like yeah man but sadly we do lose one of the we lose a crazy, his crazy uncle, his uncle Sirius Black, to that crazy bitch that laughs. So, I mean, yeah, that's sad, but it is what it is. Let's go to number three, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Okay, so this one is heavy. Everything comes to an end, and this is the one, this is like an all-out war. And we find out in this one that Snape is actually an OG double agent, like triple agent, whatever the fuck. And, I mean, evil is, like, altogether defeated by the end of this one. It's kind of just wraps up. Uh, but at what cost? I mean, I mean, the reason that part, se- or part one of number seven was at the very shit, shit part of my list is because it's just like you lose so many people and this one it kind of goes with that trend and it's towards the top of my list because dude there's some 
great ass fight scenes in this one and just some like really cool moments and everything kind of just gets wrapped up but like uh my favorite my favorite scene from this movie it's like McGonagall is like uh standing in front of Hogwarts and there's all these like stones uh, like statues of like knights and she's like making a speech and activating them all like it's the school self-defenses and she's like you have a duty to your school protect it and it's just like bro it's hype man it's really hype but uh yeah i mean it just does it does a really good job buttoning up everything uh, and the only thing that i thought was really cheesy from this one is how they do the and some years later like fucking wind chime moment where they show them like i don't know what is it like 20 years later or fucking 15 years later but it's like where Ron, Jenny, Harry, and Hermione, and all their kids are at the train platform saying goodbye before they go off to Hogwarts. And not saying that I think it's bad because they showed this, but they chose to use the same actors. I thought they might have been able to get away with trying to use some different actors. I mean, shit, you got the guy who played Harry's dad that you use him as a ghost all the time. He kind of looks like Harry. You could have used him or you could use somebody else. But they just, like, basically threw some fucking Halloween Express makeup on these guys and had them out there trying to act like they were fucking 20 years older. Um, so, yeah. Let's go to number two. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Or uh, Philosopher's Stone. Whatever. And, yeah, kind of shameful at this one. This one isn't super action-packed or well put together, so... Hate me if you want, but hey man, this one is just like, it's the start of the film franchise. It's iconic. It's, dare I say, magical. Yeah, man, this one's just nostalgic. And uh, you guys know how I love nostalgic, man. I just like bringing like shit up. And I mean, this one, anytime you go to watch the Harry Potter movies and sit down and rewatch the series, you got to watch this one first. You never, there's some like... Like, you can watch some movies, like, Indiana Jones. Well, this is kind of off topic, but you can jump in and watch any of the Indiana Jones movies. I mean, most of the time, I like watching the Temple of Doom first. Uh, I don't gotta sit there and watch the Raiders of the Lost Ark. But no, with Harry Potter, you have to watch the first one. The first one starts it off, you get that fucking... Harry's sitting there with Ron on the train cart, and Ron's all broke and poor and eating that smash sandwich, and Harry's like... We'll take the lot. And it's just, man, it's it's iconic. And that's why it's towards the top of my list. And now we will go to number one. And now number one. For real this time. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. This one, hands down, is my favorite. It is fucking action-packed, balls to the wall. We get introduced to Mad-Eye Moody, which is, like, one of my favorite characters in the whole series. Even though he's a fucking imposter, he's hilarious. We get the Quidditch World Cup with Victor Crump, which is a funny-ass character. You get freaking dragons, man. You get fucking dragons. It's badass. There's just something about this movie. It just makes it number one for me. Fucking Voldemort's reborn. We get Edward from Twilight here. 
as Mr. Diggory. And at the end, they fucking, they even smoke his ass, bro. It's just, it's really, this one, hands down, is my favorite Harry Potter movie. And that's why it's at the number one spot here, from shit to hit. Uh, So yeah, man, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, This episode, I'm I'm planning on doing more like this, so let me know if you guys like it, and please continue to share it. And I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.